The JSE has opened its doors for the final trading day of the first trading week of August. So it's time for the opening with myself, Lindsay Williams. And we want to talk about politics, of course, but uh, politics is not really my bag and I need other people with me. So I'm going to just say that it was an important cabinet reshuffle last night, not as important as we think in South Africa, uh, because the overseas participants, yeah, they had a little nibble at the Randall. Somebody had a nibble at the Randall last night on the downside. But quite honestly, all they're worried about is supply and demand of foreign currency and Rand and commodity prices and interest rates and inflation and all that sort of thing. Uh, So we're not going to talk about politics, but we will talk about it later on. Let's have a look at the uh, Stock Exchange News Service. If you're a bottom-up investor, that's what's most important to you. The first thing that came out today was Anglo Goldish Hanty report for the six months ended 30th of June. Share price on my delayed screen down 8%. I wonder if this commodity run is starting to show a few cracks. Anyway, Sassel came out with a trading statement for the year ended 30th of June and a restatement of prior year results. Uh, share price up 1.1%. And if we move from commodities to financial services, notably banks, banks had a terrific day yesterday led by a trading statement from Nedcor which houses, of course, Ned Bank. ABSA Group Limited joined the fray today. Trading statement for the six months ended 30th of June. The share price not doing so well, but it did very well yesterday. But anyway, not too much, down half a percent. Trading statement also from another banking giant, and that's Standard Bank, and that's for the six-month period ended 30th June, up 0.6%, that one. So a lot of jostling within that banking sector. And otherwise... Yeah, I mean, that's busy enough. But anyway, that's all there is from the Stock Exchange news service of the JSC. So let's go straight to the spot prices because it's an interesting one. It's got a little bit quiet because of what's happening this afternoon at 2.30 South African time. And that's the Bureau of Labor Statistics of the United States of America giving us the jobs data from the states. So people are a little bit cautious, probably uh, looking forward to an early and sober lunch before getting back to their desks later on. And they will be confronted in the next few minutes before they plan their restaurant destination with the following. The RAND, yeah, people going on about, yeah, the RAND is under huge pressure now because of a new finance minister. But uh, what a lot of nonsense. It's fallen a percent, but it's still 14.49 against the US dollar. The British pound against the RAND 2017. The euro dollar is uh, 118.28. And sorry, the euro RAND is 17.12. If you look at the cable, that's the British pound against the US dollar. That's 139.30. And if we go on to what happened last night in the United States last night, the Dow Jones, after a bit of a mauling the previous night, bounced back to the tune of uh, 0.8% or 270 points, one of the most volatile weeks in recent history for the Dow Jones. We'll talk about that later on. S&P 500 up 0.6% and the NASDAQ up 0.8%. This morning in the Far East, Tokyo up a third, Shanghai down a quarter, Hang Seng flat, and the all share in Sydney up a third of a percent. So mixed performances uh, for obvious reasons. The gold price uh, hasn't had a particularly good uh, morning, but it's still above 1800 In the last 24 hours, the gold uh, price has fallen by $28 per ounce. And as I say, it's currently 1800 The platinum price, mm, I don't like this one. In the last 24 hours, it's fallen $55.55 per ounce or five and a quarter percent. It's now 999. In England, that means call the police. Do you call the police with platinum? I don't know. We'll chat about that later on in other shows. Palladium is uh, flat at 2,656. S&P futures are essentially flat. Uh, The oil price is 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a recovery. $69.39 for West Texas, which is up 0.4%. And Brent crude oil is $71.60, which is also up 0.4%. The US 10-year bond yield has, um, has ticked up a little bit. It's at 1.24%. And earlier this week, it was 1.16%. The South African 10-year bond yield, how's it reacted to the um, cabinet reshuffle, notably the Minister of Finance? Yeah, it's under a bit of pressure. It's seven and a half basis points up, the yield that is, so down when it comes to bond prices. 8.95%. Uh, Bitcoin, 40,802, up 5%. is really on a bit of a tear at the moment. The CRB Commodity Index is under pressure all week. And has that continued today? Not really. It's not doing very much. In fact, it's, it's ticked up from 226.5 to 228.5, essentially. I'm rounding up here. Volatility index, uh, which is a gauge of fear, is uh, 17.47, which is a percent higher. Uh, so people looking forward to the jobs number from the States at 2.30 with a little bit of trepidation. And after an hour of trading, let's have a look at the shares that are up and that are down in the stable that we look at. Anyway, PSG Consult is up 2.7%. Kumba Iron Ore, 2, 2.3% higher. Sassel is up 1.6%. Aspen Pharmacare, 1.6% higher as well. On the downside, yeah, it's not good for the gold miners, I must say. Uh, Anglo Gold Ashanti down 8.9%. Uh, Harmony down 2.9%. And Goldfields down 2.8%. Uh, so that really dominates the bottom five. The two major indices, the All Share Top 40 and the All Share itself, let's start with the All Share, uh, 68,545, which is up a quarter of a percent. And the top 40 index also up a quarter to 62,349. I'll be back with a lunchtime, early lunchtime edition, which concentrates on politics with myself and Bronwyn Nielsen. Look out for that one, a definitive study of what happened last night. And later on, of course, I'll be speaking to Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth with a review of the markets and the all-important U.S. jobs data. See you then.